When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on vocnation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, vocnation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at vocnation. Hey, this is Booker T, WCW five times champion and WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to In The Room. Now, can you dig that, sucker? Wrestling Network right here on VOCNation.com and your favorite podcast platforms as well, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, the whole deal. Uh, just be sure to search for the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. I'm Brady Head. We have a fun show planned for tonight. I think we're going to have a good time. Uh, joined as always by the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? How are you doing tonight? <laughs> Let me turn that down a little. I can't quite hear you. You're doing good? <laughs> yeah, doing great, Brady. Good. Glad to hear it. Uh, we also have the one and only, the maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. How you doing, sir? Uh, blessed to be here with you all. Uh, always the highlight of the week right here in the room, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we also have good friend, Matt Grimm. On the program once again. How you doing, Matt? Oh, I'm I'm wonderful. The countdown is on to St. Patty's Day. Oh yeah. You know, I was looking for some Irish music to play. I just I couldn't find it fast enough. So here we are. Uh, but Danny Boy. I tried to find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, tonight should be interesting for sure. There's not like major headlines. Uh, nothing. Nothing like major. Um, but there's there's kind of two things that I wanted to discuss tonight. One is obviously um, this is the one year anniversary of Scott Hall passing away. Which is crazy to think about because it feels like it was just yesterday we were kind of doing tributes for him and stuff like that. But it's uh, it's 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 sad. It's sad because I think like how many more like memories he could have made. You know, he wasn't that old. So it it it, it stinks. It, it really does stink. Um. Yeah, it's a big one. It, it's it's a it's a big one, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know, I, it was one of those things that when it happened, I didn't really know what to say. You know, it was the the real shame of it was that you know it it seemed like he had uh he had made so much great progress in his life, and uh, and then to see it cut short anyway is just you know always just always a tragedy. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it still just doesn't feel real to me. You know, like it happened. Yeah. yeah. A year ago, but like, yeah, like I still kind of feel like anytime they have like an anniversary or show show or something, it's like, oh yeah, like Scott Hall might. Oh, that's right. Scott Hall ain't showing up again. You know, no, it's weird. A, a it, true, a true history maker of the industry, hands down. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, so many memories, you know, tied in with that guy, and it's like as snarky as he could be. You'd have a really hard time finding people that didn't like him, you know? Even, like, when the click was at its worst. Everybody seemed to get along with Scott Hall. It was weird like that. So. So we can definitely sit and, like, talk about the Scott Hall memories. And I mean, they're definitely a lot, you know? So it's it's something... Again, I, I at one year, I, I, I think it kind of... It gives you a reason to, like, kind of pause and reflect about it. And um, certainly the last year, there are many, many moments that I think in both companies really were like Scott Hall could have been interjected and it would have made some magic, you know. Um, so, again, yeah. it is what it is. It is what it is. I'll, I'll never forget um, uh, when I saw him and Nash walk in the office when I was getting going contractually <laughs> with WCW and he looks at me and he calls me George. You know, right. to my old group of George, the third name, <laughs> and he said, "Hey George, remember we used to beat up Waller Memphis, and it, it got a pop." <laughs> yeah. and and it was, oh man, so funny. That's funny. Yeah, no, he he was great. He was a character, and and I'll always remember. Um, there's like this classic line. I I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. When Scott Hall, um, they were asking him about why he left WWE when like creatively he probably I don't know like I, I think a lot of people didn't understand the jump when he made it when he when he jumped to WCW it just seemed like he was in such a great spot in WWE he probably was going to be a heavyweight champion if he was able to keep clean or whatever and here he is and he basically takes the money takes the money and runs and I, and I can remember this interview clear as day I, I still hear it and it's still something I think about um, you know, Scott Hall said he was given some advice early on in his career. I, I think 
Kathy, do you remember who it was? I want to say it was like Wahoo McDaniel, but I'm not sure. Um, Scott right. said, "You can, you, you know what quote I mean." Scott, Scott said that he was told in this business, you can have friends or you can make money. And he looks around the room, you know, and he sees like you know, he sees Nash, he sees Michaels, uh, just you know all his friends all around him. He said, you know, I, I got friends. I'll take the money. And it always just kind of hit me, you know, um, because ultimately this is a business, and that was a business decision. And as it turned out, it was a very smart business decision. A lot of people didn't think it necessarily would have been, but it was a, a very smart business decision. And they also introduced the term, Matt. It's one of my favorite terms in wrestling history, um, the term of uh, favored nation. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you would be. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it before, so, yeah. Yes. So basically, they sign a contract, a couple million bucks, whatever. Anytime somebody else signs for more money than they're being paid, they automatically get elevated to that level. Favored nation. I wish my workplace had this thing. It's amazing. It's wild that they were able to idea. pull that off. <laughs> I know. Well, they wanted them so badly. What, because when that said they were responsible for the contracts for the, for the yeah. boys and girls of the industry, I mean, he, I mean, he was shooting from the hip. Him and Scott well, yeah. had a lot of impact. Yeah. It was so smart. It, it was it was so smart. And and I, I to say that. They preyed on WCW, and th and that is the wrong word, really. It's not like they actually preyed on WCW, uh, but WCW had a reputation up until the point when they signed, where they were only taking the WWE rejects, the people that they didn't want anymore, the people that WWE felt you know couldn't be headliners anymore, or weren't going to make money, or weren't worth the investment that WCW was willing to make, and with those two. They literally just snatched up two guys in their prime, pretty much right off their height, and transitioned them seamlessly into main event stars for their company. You know, and it took a long time, um, probably about three years, because I'm thinking Big Show was the first one to do that going the other way. You know? Yeah. Where you take yeah. a guy that's like, yeah, like he's in this spot. We're gonna bring him in, and now he's in this spot with us. And um, but they changed the landscape, and and Hall was a huge part of that. So he deserves all the credit in the world for that. Yeah. So that's part of it. That's part of it, guys. Uh, the other thing for tonight, and I just find it so endlessly fascinating, um, because every time I think that they've made up. They take more jabs at each other. <laughs> I'm talking about Dutch Mantel and Ric Flair. And and <laughs> this started because Dutch said some stuff about Ric Flair's last match last year. Um, what a mess it was. How um, people were legitimately concerned for them. How awful Flair looked. And uh, how everybody was worried about him. And, you know, he probably didn't frame it the best way. But there was nothing that Dutch Mantel said 
that other people didn't think. You know, certainly things that we've said on this show. Excuse me. Um, so it's interesting, but Flair, man, he took it the wrong way. He did. Um, I just saw Conrad Thompson, who's uh, Flair's co-host and Flair's son-in-law, and you probably heard him on bumpers on this show. I'm not going to pretend you know who Conrad Thompson is. Who you, I'm not going to pretend that you know who we are but don't know who Conrad Thompson is, although uh, judging by some of our callers, that there's a good chance that they don't know. But anyway, Conrad said that Flair is going to address the whole thing on his podcast tomorrow. Um, it, it, it's crazy to see two people who I like so much tangling. Um, but I can see where they're both coming from with it. And it's interesting. And at the end of the day, I kind of wish we, this could be paid off with a match in some way, but I, I don't think that's happened. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, give give them a mic and promo it out. (laughs) Well, I feel like they pretty much have. They've typed everything out now. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the Ric Flair promo tomorrow, and then we're good, I think. Yeah. I don't... But we're no closer to a match. Yeah. There's there's really no payoff, (laughs) is there? (laughs) No. What is shoe baby, Stro? I saw you put that in the chat. What is what oh, is shoe baby? I'm not familiar with that one. He's had it for years. Oh, so okay. <laughs> yeah, the the whip used to use. Yeah. Shoe, shoe baby. baby. Okay. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got <gotcha. laughs> you. I listen. I don't always take Dutch Mantel's side. Zeb Coulter, by the way, for maybe you know him as Zeb Coulter. If you listen to this show, there's a good chance that you only know him as a culture. Uh, but Dutch Mantel, he, um, I don't always agree with everything he says. But in this case, I, I, I mean, I don't think it's hypercritical to say that people were worried about Ric Flair. He looked awful. He was dehydrated. He did a friggin' heart attack angle during the match. Like, not cool. Yeah, I don't. Not cool. Not cool. I I don't think he was being too hard on him. That's just my opinion. Uh, I I don't think so anyway. I mean, look, if you're Ric Flair, you got to remember that he, he put himself in this position. Like, and at his age, he had to know that people were going to be scrutinizing this. Right. And listen, I and, and I say this with no disrespect to Ric Flair. I know because it's this show to a certain extent we kind of fly under the radar with certain things that we say and do. Um, but I, I still try to be accountable for what I say. And to me, Ric Flair at his age, in his last match, you can't say he took that seriously. That was strictly a payday for him. I'm sorry if you disagree. Um, but when you talk about being dehydrated before your last match, when you talk about how all you do is sit around and drink beer all day, when you show up a really pretty shade of purple, not pretty on human skin, though, I, I, I feel like you're not doing what you need to do to properly prepare to be in the ring. 
And yeah, like he was teaming with Jeff Jarrett and, and Jay Lethal and, and that's that's great. You know, that that's I think that's what it was. Wasn't it a six man? I think that's tag match. It was a tag match. Tag match, okay. Well I remember Jay yeah. Lethal and, and Jeff Jarrett were both part of it. And as great mm-hmm. of wrestlers yeah. as they were. Um as great of wrestlers as they are. You know, there's still a little bit of accountability for what you're bringing to the table in any wrestling match. You need to be able to handle your own. And if you're drinking six beers and you're dehydrated and uh, you look like crap and you're winded after a couple minutes, then, you know, I think they would have been better off to hold off a little bit. Let him get in some better shape before they actually do this match. I don't think Dutch Mantel is wrong is basically what I'm saying. Mm, yeah. And I know there's like there are people that are either too nice or or are worried about, you know, what might come back on them or whatever. I, I understand that if not everyone wants to say it. I I'll take the hit. I'll I'll take the hit if Ric Flair suddenly finds out he don't know who I am anyway. But if he suddenly finds out, um yeah, I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with what I'm saying. You don't drink six beers before the most important match of your life if you're taking it seriously. You know, the only scenario where that works is if you're doing right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, The only scenario where I might be wrong about that is if you're talking about having the best drunken episode ever. And even that, we kind of saw where that went. You know, if he was that dehydrated, it it makes you think if they could have, like, maybe postponed it or something. That's what I'm thinking. If he wasn't feeling that well, you know. Yeah. But that's just, you know, I just taking out loud. Again, it sounded like he wasn't really ready for it and didn't take it that seriously. Again, just my thought, but that is what it is. Uh, let, let's go to the phones. We got a bunch of callers in the line, so I'm gonna spread you guys out kind of in the order that you called in or whatever. But uh, we're gonna start out in California, and we have Mike joining us. Uh, always a crowd favorite when Mike is part of the show. What's going on, Mike? How you doing, brother? Hey, great, Brady, Matt Stroh. Oh, How you man. doing, man? Hey, good. Good, good uh, to hear from you. Well. <laughs> yeah, good to hear you guys. How you again. feeling? How you feeling? Oh, a little better. A, good. A lot good. better than I was. I I hate being in the hospital. I'll tell you, <laughs> it's yeah. no fun. Um, yeah. Hey, man, I'm I'm sorry about your Eagles. I I rooted for them in the Super Bowl. I hate the Chiefs, and I I don't know what happened, but I think <laughs> the refs were on their side. <laughs> they lost. <laughs> they, they flat yeah, up lost. Yeah. It's okay, Mike. It's all predetermined anyway. We'll get them next year. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's always next year. Did you uh, get yeah, the uh, just, candy stripers? I got. The, I sent the candy stripers to your room. Did you get them? Oh, I missed that, man. It, I had the big <laughs> fat ones in there. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Those, those ones that want to put a, a needle in you every five minutes. <laughs> that sounds like the ones I would send. A little cheaper. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> and the doctor comes in to check you out, right? He's got this big right, belly. Right. He says, well, Michael, you need to... Cut back on a lot of food and sodium, <laughs> and uh, they're telling me, you know, and, and uh, they look like crap, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's like Ray Flair comes in and tells you you need to be serious about your next match, you know? 
<laughs> Didn't he do a? Remember he done a wrestling match. It was on WCW, and uh, he got red in the face and looked like he was gonna have a heart attack during a match. Checks out. I can't think. Checks out. I don't remember it. I'm a huge Ric Flair fan, the, by the way. I should say. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been the giant he was wrestling, but. My captain, I was working in public safety at the time. The captain comes mm-hmm. in and he says, holy cow, that guy looks like he's going to have a heart attack. And, and all the guys <laughs> said, it's it's just it's just stage, man. He's he's just doing an act. <laughs> Walt was ready to push the paramedics, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. Actually, one of, one of my favorite angles with Ric Flair is uh, the time, Cheryl, you'll remember this, he threw the coffee in the giant's face. Oh yeah, that was the. And best then he had like the burnt face where you could barely. How do you fake that? How do you fake hot <laughs> coffee burning your face? Man, that looked painful as anything. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, that was a good. That was a good match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say, hey man, I missed the old Alexa Bliss. You know what? Could have I knew it. Today? I knew it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> me too, Mike. Yeah. Me too. Where the hell did she go? <laughs> I got a feeling we're losing her, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I, I doubt it. I, yeah. I don't blame it. I, I think her I, husband's I keeping her feeling. captive somewhere. Probably, yeah. He got rid of the pig and it's kept not. her. <laughs> yeah. Larry, uh, <laughs> Hey, I just want to awful. say I got a new girl. There's a new girl I root for. She's been writing back to me and everything. Uh, really? I watch Memphis, back to Memphis Wrestling. Yeah, Memphis okay. Wrestling. She gave me a page to like, so I, I went over to check it out. I told her I'm I'm a little too old for her, you know, but she said, hey, you're never too old. Uh, she's never DDT, too old. Diana. That's how she's famous. She's, yeah. she's, she's known as DDT, Diana Taylor, uh, Memphis Wrestling. And uh, she's got that southern Di- accent. DDT. DDT Di- Diana Taylor. Memphis Wrestling. Oh, she's oh, cute, man. I love her. Oh, Mike. <laughs> oh, Mike. I, how do I uh, tell him this, Matt? <laughs> I told her. I said you'd give her a shout-out one of these times. <laughs> Brutal honesty, Brady. <laughs> she's beautiful, Mike. Hey, there's a She's new girl a, in every ring, right? In the Navy, there's there a is. new girl in every port. Uh, now in wrestling, there's a new girl in every... <laughs> oh, she's I really nice. Got a phony, she... I think you got a phony messaging you, Mike. I can't imagine that's really her. You don't think so? No. I don't know. Why uh, would she pick you out? I, and I'm not even oh, saying no, like you're just... ugly. I'm just saying how would she find you? The guy sent his comment to a lady and, and turns out in the yes. video was, uh, another lady with a child. <laughs> oh, man, I hope not. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Mike. It's probably Dustin, which is fine. I mean, <laughs> Dustin's really good at the role play. So, I hope not. Get as far as you want to. <laughs> No, I can't. Dustin will be showing up at your house dressed like her. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. Don't sue me. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
No, I, I, I like um, Memphis Wrestling. It's owned by Jerry Lawler. He does a pretty good job with it. And um, I, they have said the Bushwhackers are on there right now. They're, uh, they're okay. doing their taping and so forth. And they wow. they got a few stars that come on there and so forth. It, it's so it not is like actually WWE. an active thing. I, did, I didn't realize that. It is actually an active thing. Yeah, and yeah it's, on every, uh, it's on every Saturday. It's pretty cool. Pretty good show. Wow. And uh, I so I, I was watching this girl so wrestle for a while. Yeah. I just wrote yeah. back to her, and she wrote back, and uh, she said, Wait, so you reached out to her first, or she reached out to you? I reached out to her. I just told her how cute okay. she looked. Oh, okay. and that could she's be her. A great then. wrestler. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> she looks but like I, a great wrestler, I, from what I can see. Yeah, I told her you. She kind of plays a good heel. I told her you're kind of like a. You're you're kind of like the Alexa Bliss of. Uh, what is that? Independent wrestling. <laughs> okay, how'd she like that? She loved it. <laughs> she, okay. She okay. said, thank you, sir. Keep writing back. I love your compliments, you know. So, okay, so that said, sounds like that might have been her. Maybe it wasn't Dustin. See that? I hope it's, I hope it's not Dustin. I, I thought she was just messaging you out of the blue, wanting to interact with you. No, I just write to her for a little bit. When I was in the hospital, I just okay. had to find something to do. So I see. I said, why not? It's better than those fat well, nurses. If she, ever wants to, <laughs> if she ever wants to come on the show, we'd love to have her. Awesome. I'll tell her. Yeah. Right. That would be yeah. pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's been wrestling, I think, in the 90s, but she just came back and, and uh, just started again in Memphis. Okay. Uh, she's, she's not young, I don't think. She's been wrestling for a while, but uh, I, I like her in the, in uh, Memphis wrestling, she's man, uh, she's awesome. <laughs> I I still miss Alexa Bliss though. I hope Alexa's not mad. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's mad. Well, yeah. She might be at you for yeah, really around behind yeah. her back, but yeah. No, I no. Hey, this guy's got to <laughs> do what he's got to do, right? You know. <laughs> I, I remember in Memphis. Wrestling while back with Sweet Georgia Brown. Uh, oh, yeah. Reggie B. Fine came up to her and said, Mmm, you look so good, I could take you and sop you up with a biscuit. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Different times. George, yeah. Georgia Different times. Brown, yeah. Yeah. Man, that was, uh, oh, man, that was a while back, yeah. That was good wrestling. So how's everything going with you guys? Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, things, things are okay. Things yeah, are okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Different times. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so tired lately, Mike. I don't know what it is. Oh, man. You can't do that. Yeah. That's... I know. I'm only getting like nine, ten hours of sleep a night. It's horrible. Nine or ten? Hey. That's that's pretty good. Like that. You got me beat hey. there. Hey, yeah. hey, and Mike, do you do you do you get a chance to party it on with the nurses like Ric Flair did with the mental ward patients at one time? Well, back yes. you start dancing around. And... Oh, you wouldn't want to see the the patients that were in my room. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. 
makes it makes the Ric Flair scene look good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, I like what Fantastic. you said earlier about I like what you said about getting ready for St. Patrick's Day. That's coming up. That's uh that's the green beer, isn't it? Where you go out to celebrate? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never had green beer. I'm not drinking I green did beer. A, I ain't doing yeah, that. I did a, no. The Dr. Seuss thing, green eggs and ham. Well, God invented <laughs> Guinness, and you're going to go out and drink green beer. That's that's not okay. Uh, <laughs> that's what we had. You that's know, what I, we had the Navy. <laughs> green eggs. <laughs> I um. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, Matt. I I actually went and did a a drunk bus on Saturday for the for the St. Patrick's holiday, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I had at, at my advanced age, I I had to order a water. With every Guinness, uh, because I probably wouldn't be functioning right now had I only straight up had the number of Guinness that I had. Uh, so that oh, really no. worked out. It was a good time. Uh, <laughs> it was me and my friends who were all in their 40s, and uh, then the ages ranged, basically. Well, it was like the few of us who were like middle-aged, and then a bunch of like... 60 and 70 year olds, and then a bunch of like 20 year olds. So it's a it's a it's a, it's a mixed bag. You never know what you're going to get at those things, you know. Nothing wrong middle age. That's young. <laughs> I prefer a little younger, but there you go. You know, I know. Danny boy. <laughs> oh boy. So what else well, is going listen. on? Yeah, you guys take care. I gotta uh, get going here. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, By the way, Mike, uh, congratulations on. Um, I don't know if you saw, but the Forty ers signed one of the Eagles' top defensive players, Javon Hargrave. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't know uh, about but that. But they're paying him. But they're paying him as if he's a quarterback, so he better be really good for you. Oh man, I I still like Purdy. I just hope he he gets healthy. He looks like a good quarterback yeah, for him. He'll be good. He'll and be good. Uh, I I think Bo Trees a good quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I couldn't stand those Kansas City chefs. That's what I call them, the chefs. You know, it's <laughs> the chefs <are> worse. <laughs> that was I a commercial. Can't stand Mahomes. <laughs> I okay. can't stand my homes. <laughs> Philly's always my you know team funny? in the 49ers. You know? Okay. You know what's funny, Mike, is the Chiefs were always my number two team. Oh, man. that's <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> in fact, before before the Super Bowl, well, it was cool because I got to see my number one and number two teams play. I just was hoping for a different result, you know, but it was okay. Um, about two weeks before the Super Bowl, I ordered, oh, I got for my birthday, I got, um, no, it wasn't two weeks before. It was actually after. But I had asked for a Patrick Mahomes jersey. I fully expected that the Eagles were probably going to win. So now I got this jersey that is cool that I can't wear anywhere, at least not for now. I'll I'll have to wait until things die down a little, you know. Oh, yeah. I'll wear it at some point. I'll wear it. Yeah, I I miss those days when Philly got their first Super Bowl. They played against the Raiders. That was that was big time. We tried to yeah. get to the uh, to the game. They wouldn't fly us down there. We got to see the championship. That was about it. You know, 
But uh, and it was real cold back then. You had to you had to shovel snow off the flight deck. We were in dry dock at that time. But right. man, I I miss all the times in Philly. Uh, but I don't think I'd go there today. From what you're saying, I think <laughs> that's not a good idea. I don't know. <laughs> what Philly? And, uh, yeah, I don't. It's, I don't know if it's. It's all about where you go. Really? It's all about okay. where you go. There's parts of the city that are great. They're fine. Okay. You know, and then there's okay. parts I wouldn't. You know, don't go by the names. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. just because a, a section of the city is called Nice Town, I wouldn't go there. Ooh, no. They're not as nice. <laughs> don't go there. You would think, you know. No. Yeah. <laughs> Strawberry Mansion sounds beautiful, doesn't it? Strawberry Mansion. Yeah. No, don't go there. Hey, we uh, did have a, a good time, St. Patrick's. <laughs> It was so cold there when I was back there. We were drinking whiskey to try and warm us up. And that sounds uh, good. We went into this one. We went into this one bar for St. Patrick's. I think it was Kelly's place or something like that. Man, I don't okay. even remember coming out of there. My buddies had to carry me out. It was so <laughs> so messed up. <laughs> that was the old Mike. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I hear. But you. those were good times. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike, it was hey, great man. to talk to you, man. You too. You guys take care, and I'll you I'll see if nice. I can get DD. I'll see if I get DDT to to get on the air for you. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. I you know <laughs> if um yeah yeah if uh I was gonna say have her have her reach out to me or or I can even reach out to her, but uh yeah yeah if she'd be interested that'd be cool. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll check into it. Okay. Hey, you guys <laughs> have right. a good you, uh, weekend, man. All right. Take you care. Too. You too. See you, brother. All right. That was cool. <laughs> I thought he was saying that this wrestler hit him up. I was like, And I was like, that just has Dustin all over it. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Can you guys stomach another? Make it worth <laughs> your while. Sure. Okay. Tora, what's going on? Tora. 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 <laughs> All right, no Tora. No Tora. Wow. 615. Is this Tora Malcolm? Yeah, it's Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Malcolm? Hello? Oh, I'm sorry, you're Patty. See, I'm getting yeah. old, Patty. I get it confused at my advanced stage. How you doing? Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Just hanging out. Doing okay? Just hanging yeah, out. What you going to do for St. Patrick's Day? Um, remembering my mom's birthday. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. Sure that's a, nice. Should be 103 now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 103. <laughs> so that means she was that's born in it. 1920. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. See, see, three years older That's than hard my to believe. Was. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's our guy. 1920. Uh-huh. That, her, that makes her that makes her about five years younger than Ric Flair, right? No, I'm only kidding. That was wrong. Yeah, somewhere uh, around that area. I shouldn't have said that. I'm just playing. Uh, it's okay. Uh, I can take it. <laughs> okay. No biggie. All right. All right. I remember the so one good. saying that. Glad to hear things are good. Yeah. 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 I what know that, I remember the one guy that used to say something about, um, darn it, if you can't deal with it, then leave it alone. <laughs> That's right. If you don't like, if you can't deal with it, then leave it alone. Yeah. As Rick Steiner writes, like Rick Steiner used to say, you know, you don't like it, bite me. Yeah. Like that, you know? Uh-huh. Yep. Except I can't say that around <laughs> here because the people would actually bite you. Well, I'm sort of like if they don't like what I say, that's just their tough look. It's their so, problem. Yeah, their, their problem. If I can't deal with what I say, then I will. Yeah, but what are you saying that's really bothering anybody, honestly? I really don't know what it could have been that they didn't like yeah, it. I just told them, well, you don't. You don't seem you that don't offensive like to me, Patty. Huh? You don't seem that offensive to me, Patty. Oh, well. Now, you're not, not very really. bitter. You're not very, uh, not very saucy. If you were a food, you'd be like a baked potato. Without butter or salt or pepper or, or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be... I'm just a softy. You know... Been watching Mark Henry? He's on Rampage every Friday. Well, yeah. He almost got me wet well, the other he, day. I was, he's, so, I was, retired. <laughs> he's retired. Yeah. yeah, he is. But he talks... And, one last time, and he's got a one smooth voice. Get, Huh? I said he's got another that smooth I, voice. Yeah. Another one I used to like is Waddy, Junkyard Dog. In other oh, words. Oh, yeah. JYD. Yeah. My brother was working <laughs> at a gas station somewhere in the, okay. near Riverdale, Georgia. And he just came okay. in there all the time where my brother worked at. Oh, that's cool. And One of our callers, Malcolm, does a great. He does a great impression of him, but I don't yeah. ask him a whole lot because it doesn't seem right. <laughs> so, well, Patty, it was great to talk to you as always. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> All right. I don't mind, you know, hanging out with the, you know, here, listening to everybody sure else thing. talk. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, Patty. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Love you. All right. Okay. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw today, but... um. 
the Bella Twins are officially done with WWE for the second time now. Um, they're doing a podcast for Sirius XM, which is interesting. Uh, they're going by the Garcia Twins now. Um, I got a feeling. You know where I'm going with this, Matt. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I got a feeling they're going to be on AEW in the next couple weeks. You think so, huh? I do. Because I think that AEW would be willing to overpay them to basically do nothing. Um, they could both <laughs> technically still wrestle. There's the tie with Brian Danielson. Um, they're going to be looking for other ways to get their names out there, especially because um, when you leave WWE like that, I would imagine that there go your reality TV shows that are part of the USA family. I would imagine that. I, I don't know that for sure. Um, I would think that this would be an opportunity maybe to expand on their brand and still put themselves out there and not have to travel as much but still be involved in wrestling. It's not a bad theory. Russia I can, mean, after yeah, after Brian's right. thing on uh, on on last week, um, after that promo about how he was going home, could be leading to something like that. Yeah, I could see something. Yeah, I don't know, Stro. Stro what do you think about that? The uh, the bell is an AEW. You know, it it would all make sense. It would all segue nicely, honestly, and especially with the talks of AEW yeah. coming coming out with new show TV shows coming up. Yeah, like they want original programming. Like they had that like Roads to the Top that they had to cancel. Um, mm -hmm. They're doing that backstage thing now. You know, I think there'll be lots of opportunities for stuff like that. And, of course, uh, I think it's Nikki, if I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it's Nikki. She's been doing the Barmageddon shows with the country singer. Yeah. At his bar in Nashville. Well, I'm thinking, they must, I'm thinking they must be done, too, because that was on USA. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems perfect to me that that would be, that that would be where we're at. I don't know. Yeah. I, hey, it could be. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just, I don't, let's bring on. We we have John here, John from Rhode Island, uh, joining us. Hey, John, how you doing tonight, man? Hey, what is up? How you doing? What is up? We were just talking about the yeah. Bella Twins. They're not with WWE anymore. You think they're going to go to yeah. AEW? <laughs> well, I don't know. I I didn't watch the pay per view, but I know they were backstage at pay. -per -view. You, I actually they were. <laughs> that was another thing. Yeah, I'm, I I actually gave up on AEW at the end of last year because it's been going down the drain since the summer out of last year. But do you follow it okay. at all? Wait, do you follow it at all? I, I yeah. Yeah, I I watch it uh, every week. Um, you know the two shows and when they have a pay per view. Um. And there are people on this show that watch it and, and um, like, it's their favorite program on wrestling. Matt, it's your favorite program in wrestling, you said, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, it, it probably is, you know, start to finish. 
Um, yeah. I do think it entered kind of a weird period after the, the, the media scrum incident, and that kind of kind of <laughs> colored it in a, in a negative light throughout the fall. And I know there were other things going on yeah. backstage with some of the people involved and but I, I see where people are coming from, where there was a marked drop in overall quality in the last quarter of the year. But I do think it's been on the upswing since the new year, too. I do, too. I do, too. Um, I think a big target for them should be to move Kenny Omega back into the main event. I think he's being yes. wasted down there with the Young Bucks and the trio. That should be a mid-card title at this point. Well, and, and, that and that's title, the other thing. So. Yeah, yeah, they can. He can. They and that's can the other thing; they just have now. way too many titles. They they have way too many titles. That that's yeah. my other thing. Like, they have a trios. They have that international title. Now, um, I, I don't know. It just it just seems like they have two women's titles. What do they have? Like six or seven women that wrestle, and they have two titles. Something like that. I know yeah. a lot of it is about bringing in talent from outside the company, and that's a great idea. I I think it's a really cool idea. I wish WWE did it more, but um, yeah, I just it, it's hard to make anything feel really. To me, the only title that really feels important to me is the one that MJF has, and even him, like it just devalues the title so much when your champion has to like constantly cheat just to stay on par with everybody else. I know I'm taking it way too seriously, but I just think over time it starts to... Like WWE, what they would do is they would have MJF slowly become more viable on his own. He wouldn't be a guy that always has to cheat in order to win. You know. Yeah, yeah. The oxygen tank wouldn't come into play. It does make you want to see him lose that title more. That and it does. It's it's on brand for him in the sense that like since he started in AEW, he's cheated to win virtually every match that he's been in. I don't think he's ever yeah. won a match that he did it without cheating. That's ever. what I mean. That's what I mean. Kind of right. Yeah. The the only comparable thing I could think of in WWE would be the Miz during his run, where, like, he never deserved to win, yet he always somehow found a way. A lot of times, like, things happen around him, and he just won. Yeah, yeah. But I consider MJF much more serious. Like, not serious in terms of, like, presentation, but, I mean, I take him as a serious competitor, which is, I think, why it's almost like he cheats... Because he can get away with it more than because he needs it to win. And I think I think that's a mistake. Um couple of tidbits here. Well it's kinda like it's not uh, like well, well, Mahal. Let's well, go back. Hold on, Jim. Yeah, go ahead. Uh for, for, first first off, if you get a chance, check out Rick Flair's podcast on YouTube where is presented about the, the Rick Flair is presented about uh, MJF throwing the uh, drink on the child. Remember that? Oh they yeah, went, went yeah. Down. And to hear his take yeah. on it, 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 it's 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 pretty it's a head scratcher because you know seeing Rick Flair try to 
explain it with you know all the things he's done. <laughs> but uh, but you know he gets he gets something that I agree with it, it being cheap heat. And you know yeah. at, at this stage of the game, it may have been you know things like that. And MJF is the heavyweight champ now, and, yeah. and he's on a, a whole different level. So things like that aren't really necessary. At the, I mean. In, in my opinion, that's at that stage because I mean he's a champion, right? And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. I agree. Uh, what were you saying, John? Well, he's kind of like Jinder Mahal. If you go back to when Mendel and he was champion, he always had to have help. Jinder he, Mahal. He never. Had to yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the way. Well, I I have well, I not, have the stick to get. <laughs> I have the kendo stick that he got hit with, a piece of the kendo stick from the Punjabi prison match. Yeah. Because one of my friends that's a referee there gave it to me after the show because I was standing near ringside. Yo, MJF definitely I missed him. Yeah, I met MJF last night at Comic-Con. He's a good guy. You will always know he never loses his character if you meet Santa anywhere. So he was a great guy. Right. gave it. But definitely, he always, I would say, gives the entertainment. He never, he always builds up the thing for AEW. I mean, he's like one of the guys that I try to tune in every now and then. But I know a lot of people have just had, like, like I just brought up, since the fall started last year. Well, no, I mean, before summer was about to come to an end. Things have gone yeah. down. With, we have no clue what happened with Thunder Rosa. This was a Shawn Michaels incident. Like, I had to vacate with no injury or anything. And then this all started with CM Punk, of course. Like I don't sure. know where it was, but gonna go. But have first of all, have there been any changes though? Even though I know people are not saying since the new year began, nothing's been changed to get better for AEW. Yeah, well, I know, I know Tony Khan, but you know, definitely he always says this huge thing is just for to an end, but it's not been that huge for changes. I don't think yeah. since the new year. Began. I, I think the show has been better. Um, I don't know if I would say the new year, but I, I would say it's it's been gradually better. I think part of their issue is their roster is way too big. For any, and it's the same thing that WWE has that problem too, except WWE has nine hours of programming every week. And Impact, or not Impact, well, they basically are Impact in my opinion, but uh, AEW only has three hours. So the rosters are about the same size, but WWE's got three times as much TV time to present all these different characters and everything. And, th- and even WWE doesn't hit everybody, but there are a lot of people in AEW where, like, they're signed and, like, forgotten about, you know? They did a major angle where Sonny Kiss joined Stroh. Did you see that? Sonny Kiss joined that group. It was with um, Arya Davari. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. They right. did the whole angle. He turned on his partner, blah, 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 joined the group. And then he was on TV the next week. And that was seven, seven eight weeks ago. And nothing from Sonny Kissin. Why bother to do that angle if you're going to take that group off television? Why not just focus on something that you know you're going to follow through with? And if you don't have the TV time... Now, I... Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I'm sure there are people that listen to this that probably watch everything that AEW puts out. Like I said, I watch the two shows, right? That doesn't include Dark. 
So maybe these characters are a regular staple on their YouTube show, and if they are, I apologize. But it feels to me like they build people up so far, and then they just let them drop for months on end. And then they come back to them later on. So other than their major, major stars, nobody ever has the chance to get white hot. Sami Zayn couldn't have happened in AEW because they wouldn't have been able to focus on him long enough to do something with him. And that's a mistake. There's a lot of talent there. I, I And I think their writing could be really good. I just think that they need to... They need to decide what they're going to focus on. And they need to focus on it. That's just my thought. Um, listen, so we're up against a commercial break. Uh, but on the other side, uh, Howard Morgan's going to be joining us, which is always a good time. And uh, we'll take some more of your calls as well. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. And we will be right back. Hey, this is Total Package. Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday... 9 p.m. Eastern. Just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then we uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You getting ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Ding, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 
61255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Please go after, and once again, we're speaking here with... Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in. We're, we're talking all kinds of stuff. we got uh, Rick Flair and Dutch Mantel on tap. Uh, the Bella, tw- I'm sorry, the Garcia twins, potentially going to AEW maybe. We'll see about that. Uh, the anniversary of Scott Hall and, and lots more as well We have some, some fun topics in the second hour uh, We have Howard Morgan with us We have you guys again 914-338-1885 But before we jump back in uh, I'm going to kick it to Stro. Stro, tell us a little bit about what you got going on this week man. WCW Retro Returns Finally That's the rock with Finally you. This Thursday night at Nation Standard Times. We're talking greatest world champions as we're on the road to WrestleMania. So, if you got any uh, great 
stories of former world champions or current world champions you'd like to share, call in. It's going to be a good time. Do you think Miz will make the conversation? Hmm, that'd be interesting if he does. <laughs> it would be interesting, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have Howard with us once again. Howard, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. How are you? You know, I'm, I'm doing about as well as can, you know. I uh, I felt for a little bit there like I wanted to bang my head against a wall with, uh, <laughs> with some of these callers. But I love them all. I do. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I can tell you I'm spending spending my last night as a 51-year-old person because I turn 52 tomorrow. Wow. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Do you want me to send Tora as a birthday gift? I could wrap her up for you. As, as much as I would like that, I'll I'll pass. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I understand. Sorry, Tora. We'll get you sometime. Uh, <laughs> now we have Tora and Rappel in the hold. And like I said, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in if you guys want to join the queue as well. Uh, we were talking kind of off air. And uh Stro, you brought up the the whole thing with uh <laughs> Kevin Nash and Stone Cold having a pack not to watch AEW. And the story is hilarious. I don't know if you guys heard this, but apparently Wheeler Yuta put up something about like, you know, uh, how he was in the sharpshooter and you know, it reminded him so much of Bret Hart and Stone Cold and he was so proud of it and he tagged Stone Cold and Kevin Nash is like, Yeah, he's not watching that pal. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny. And you know what was really funny about it? Uh, was The Undertaker followed up by writing, pop, exclamation point. Uh, so he popped The Undertaker with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is kind of funny. You know, and Nash even said, like, you know, no offense to, like, all the great talent that's there and everything, you know. We're not saying it as a slate to you guys. It's just, just not watchable for them, which is funny. It is really funny. Um, <laughs> well, when, when you when you got to preface it? your statement with no disrespect, what follows next is right. most likely disrespectful. <laughs> right, right. Like I've got an I've got an uncle who will begin. A sentence with no offense. And you know what he's about to say. Probably he, he wants to soften the blow because he knows that it's offensive. Right. Almost like you can't get offended because no. I already told you this is no offense. So I'm, right. I'm prepping you for what's coming next. Right, right, right. And it could be the worst thing in the world, you know. <laughs> Another great Rodney Dangerfield statement. No offense. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> no respect. <laughs> My dad loved Rodney Dangerfield. He's great. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And then what was the other thing? We were talking about it, and I said, no, no, we'll talk about it on air. Nick but I'm drawing oh. a blank. Do you yeah. Nick Patrick. He thinks, yeah, he thinks Drew, that. I'll, I'll kick this to you. You, you. <laughs> He broke the news, so he's got to have it. Okay. So yeah. uh, I was reading where uh, Nick Patrick has a theory 
that Vince yes. would be calling the shots in AEW. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> he compared it to the Alliance, where, like, everyone knew that Vince was in charge of WCW and ECW, but he pretended that he wasn't. <laughs> and then he... And then he said, so, and, I, and I love Nick Patrick. He's awesome. We've had him on the show before. He's a ball. He's a blast. But that that's something that he's just got. He's got to be saying that just for attention, hoping that more people will pay attention to him, right? I'm thinking. Like, that doesn't. Well, it, it, it starts conversation, you know what I mean? And it's a good, yeah. you know, theory to run with for a little bit. So, yeah, right. it does generate a little, a little more buzz you know, around the industry. Yeah, it's like when someone says that the Montreal Screwjob was real, you know? Kind of like that. Have you you seen a picture of Vince with a mustache? No offense. (laughs) What? (laughs) Have have you seen the picture of Vince with a mustache? Yeah, I forgot to bring that up last week. (laughs) Oh, my God. Google Vin's uh, mustache. I'll put it on the chat, but you'll find it faster. It was, um, and it was something. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as like the AEW thing, like the Vince, I, I thought that was great. I thought it was hilarious. Um, there's just so many questions that come to mind. Like, why would he have their programming opposite of NXT if he's if he's doing their stuff? And like. Why is the son of a billionaire having Vince McMahon write a product for him? And why are they doing things on the show that are nothing like things that Vince would ever do? To throw you off the trail. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. I That I'll buy. That I'll buy. You can't be that obvious. <laughs> it's a swerve, damn it. It's the right, it's the swerve. Would that be Tony Khan's next big announcement? <laughs> Probably. He'll be like, did you hear Tony Khan almost called his own title the Intercontinental title? He he caught himself last minute. Ah. Uh, yeah, because he changed the name to International. Yeah. Pretty funny. Pretty funny stuff. Uh, Howard, last chance. You sure you don't want Tori at your doorstep? I can have her there tomorrow. No, no. My my girl might get a little upset if that happens. (laughs) Okay. What's going on, Tori? (laughs) Ah, she's no-selling me here. It's like the Goldberg of callers. She won't bump for me, Stroud. She's no selling it now. Wow. She's no selling, yeah. <laughs> I got one better. Let's go to Rat Boy and get him out of the way. What's going on, Rat Boy? I thought, I, I thought you said better. Uh, yeah, it, it is better. It is a lot better. It is better. It is a lot better, okay? Not, not. Wait, I'm wait. taking a high Rat Boy, hold on. I'm taking. Rat, Rat Boy, hold on, hold on. Howard, how would you like Rat Boy to come to your door tomorrow? I could arrange that even easier. No, that's all right. Sorry. I got a no rat zone around my house. Yeah, I got a big no rat zone all around my house. Can you spray around there? If you sprayed, he won't yeah. come. <laughs> he wouldn't talk when I'm dusting What's going on, Rap Boy? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. 
It's Howard's <laughs> birthday tomorrow, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, hang on for a minute, okay? Oh, boy. Oh, God. Here we go. I told Happy you kids, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Howard. Happy birthday to Thank you, Rap Boy. Sounds like a baritone Phil Stiller. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> uh, I got a couple of things I got to say, okay? Oh. I got a couple of things I got to say, okay? I got an update okay. going to Florida. We're driving down and strolling. Yeah, why are you going I mean, to Florida? Not, huh? No. Tell what? everybody why you're going to Florida. What, where are you going Mike, to Florida, man? I'm going to Florida with my cousin because it's on my bucket list. Nice. Wait, on your I, on your I, bucket list? Bucket, yes. like with a B? Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. My cousin's taking me down there, you know. She's going to show me around at Disney World. Plus, her her, her brother... Her her grand granddaughter is going to be showing me. She's only eight years old. She's going to take me around the park, you know, in every park. Okay. I can't wait to do it. Plus, we're going to wear mouse ears. Yeah, you going to wear rat ears. Wear rat ears. Don't worry. About... I'm going to try to find a pair. I'm going to make them as rat ears. Yeah, you got to live together. Okay. And um, <laughs> we'd we'll be driving down. And mm-hmm. if I have a chance, I'm going to stop in to go see Stroll. You know, I'll be knocking out his door if I get his address. So me and him can take a picture together. <laughs> so you're not going to be knocking. Like the old 80s song. Somebody's watching me. Must be rap Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, or like Watcher in the Woods. My street time, you're on a chill <laughs> if yeah. you want me. Rap Boy, how about if I give you his P.O. box and you just stand by the P.O. box until he comes to get his mail? Yeah, that'd be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a great idea. idea. <laughs> I, I, I've been standing here for how many days? For how many days? As long as it takes. Yeah. <laughs> if you book it, you know, it's like come. A You never know. You never know. I might dress up like like uh, Dorothy to just knock on his door and say, Chick or treat. That'd be something. Oh, oh she'd dig that, Rapper. Yeah. Maybe you two could become friends. Yeah, right in. Uh, all right, plus, you silly plus, old man. What do you got? Plus, plus, plus we're going to Tampa. You know, that's uh-huh. where she was at. She was in Tampa. <laughs> we're, we're going, we're going to uh, go to the Hard Rock Cafe. From there, we're going to go see, uh, go, go to the Hard Rock Beach House. We're going to go to Hulk Hogan's Beach House, you know, and his beach shop. And I'm going to the beach house. Okay, okay. Nice. And the beach shop, too. There's two of them. You should, there's one in Clearwater and there's with, one in Orlando. You should connect with Malcolm because he'll probably be able to take you there. Probably. I hope, I hope Malcolm can listen and, you know, meet me down in Orlando. I'll be calling yeah, up one of uh, we'll, we'll be getting to him shortly. I, I would love to meet him. And I'd like to see okay. that car of his, too. Now, so when are you going to be down there, Rat Boy? 
that, that if that mess happens, okay, Judgment Day is going to interfere, and all of a sudden, I think Dominic's going to change on on your Judgment Day at WrestleMania. Who's Dominic going to bring with him, Mori Povich? No, Judgment Day. Oh, well, yeah, I, see you, you are not the father. <laughs> I, no, I think what will happen. I think what will happen is um, Judgment Day will interfere and it'll be a disqualification. Ray will win by DQ. Uh, but I do think the match is coming soon where Dominique beats Ray to solidify himself. I think it's got to come. It's, it's what's right for the company, you know. And, and Dominic's been doing such a good job. I, I almost yes, have to hate is. to punish him just because his dad's going in the Hall of Fame. But, um, again, it's only a match, you know. And how many times have I said it? At WrestleMania, your big stars should be the ones to win. And Rey Mysterio is still the big star. They've done such a great job with him over the years. So, yeah. Anything else, Rat Boy? Oh yeah, there's one more thing. Let me um, let me think about it. <laughs> okay. There is one more thing, but I can't I can't think about it right now. Oh, okay. Come on, on the bus. Come on, on the bus. Rick Flair. All right, all right. <laughs> Rick Flair is going to induct. You ready for this? Uh huh. Oh, I know this. A big time movie star. Batista. Oh, okay. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I would have thought Triple H inducted Batista. Uh, I actually heard that Ric Flair was going to induct the great Muda. That's what I thought you were going to say. No, no. What it is that it's going to be Ray Mysterio is going to induct Batista, and Batista is going to induct Ray because they used to be attacking partners back in the day. Wait, do you want Batista to induct Ray after he got in? He, he's going to induct him, and and, and Ray's going to uh, induct Batista, both of them, because they used to be a tag team. And a year after that, yeah. it's going to be the tag team. I got you. Be Anything virtual? else? And, and, and somebody <laughs> said that, if that didn't happen. If Oscar would be doing the induct movie, that'd be amazing. Yeah. There's one more thing, okay? I'm I'm hoping by the time Cody gets in that the animatronics mm-hmm. will be so good that the Dusty can induct his son. <laughs> There's one more person yeah. that they might be inducting this year. Yeah. Who okay. else is abducting? Abducting? Wow. They, they might yeah. induct uh, Mrs. Longleg, Stacy Keebler. Yeah. To the whole thing yeah. this year. And I would imagine that Tori Wilson will induct her since she did it for her. Yeah. So. Come on now. Sure, I was a big fan yeah. of Stacey Keebler back in the day. Who was it? I know I know you probably never hear that. How come they cannot adopt China yet? Come on. Everybody's waiting for to be China to be in there. This is her year. Yeah. Come on. She'll get abducted sometime. And, and uh, oh, when I'm down in Disney World, okay, uh-huh. I find out where uh-huh. I find out where your uh, your uh, dream girlfriend is going to be. I'm going to go see her. I'm going to talk to her. Uh, she's in Hollywood you, 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 now. You, you, so. 
Your you favorite in LA. mermaid, Ariel. Oh. Wow. Okay. Oh, I do I love found Ariel. Her. He's got me there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, yeah. maybe I might get by far my favorite Disney princess. <laughs> maybe, maybe I might just have to get her on Facebook, you know, a video of her saying, Hi, yeah. Brady, come swimming with me. Oh, I would love that. You know I would love that. <laughs> All right, Rat Boy, enough of this nonsense. Thank, thank you for the call. Okay, and I, and I catch everybody <laughs> next week, you know, at the same Rat Con, same oh, good. Rat Channel. Just a little warning. All same right. same uh, Rat Video Scene Nation yeah, right here, you know. All right, see you, Rat Boy. <laughs> uh, he did have me there with Ariel. I, I have a huge crush on the Little Mermaid, for sure. It's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. Let's Just wouldn't be a show if he didn't call in. It it literally wouldn't. It literally <laughs> wouldn't. What's going on, Malcolm? <laughs> Hey, you're doing good. We talked good. to your brother earlier. He sounded great. Oh, good. Good. Well, yeah. Mike yeah. needs, uh, I don't know. I think Mike's kind of mixed up. You know, he's, he's one in one direction and he's in another direction, but I don't know. Would you I, say he's cuckoo, baby? Uh, no, he's not cuckoo. <laughs> No, I'm no, just doing Dusty Rhodes. Oh, you're not cuckoo. Yeah, yeah, you're not cuckoo. Uh, you're I'm cuckoo. You're 59 years old and all you care cuckoo about for is Cocoa Balls. Yeah, exactly. And seeing all Togans. Yeah. By the way, when I was a little kid, all they wanted to do was eat Cookie Crisp. It looked like such a great commercial with the dogs and the burglar, and it was like I was like, this looks incredible. And then I I finally sit down and have a bowl, and it tasted like dog food. It was horrible. horrible. How can they make they make you think you're eating like a chocolate chip cookie with milk? The only yeah, similarity the was the shape. From it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it it, it, uh, it tasted like they made it out of like Play-Doh. Well, I'll tell you, I always went with the the cereals um, that I knew were going to taste good. Like I went with uh, sugar corn pops, uh, sugar oh, corn pops. Yeah. Here. Um, Tony the Tiger. Yeah, Kellogg's. Kellogg's made yeah. the best cereal. Kellogg's I was a. I was a. I was a Lucky Charms guy. I liked. Um, yeah, Fruit Loops. Loops. Yeah. I like Fruit Loops, I like Apple Jacks. Yeah, I love the Apple Jacks. Yeah. Rice Krispies, but I put so much sugar on Rice Krispies that, like, it literally wouldn't even qualify as a breakfast. <laughs> it's like when you're having too much coffee, too much sugar in your coffee, right? Right. Because you can't develop right. the flavor. Like, I used there. to work with this guy. He would have like, he would order like five Coca Colas at dinner, but he'd put like four <laughs> packets of sugar in each Coca Cola. Oh, like, why man. do you need sugar in Coca Cola? Oh, someone told me yeah. that drinking a Coca Cola is like just just loading a whole bottle of sugar and drinking it. Yeah, what, what you that? know it's like. Like, 
and and listen, I love Coca Cola. I soda. You know, I love any kind of soda really. Um, but I try to never drink it. Very, yeah. very, very rare occasions. Um, somebody put it to me once, and I didn't really have an answer. But like, think of what soda does to like the coat of a car, like the paint yeah. of a car, and it's like now it's in your stomach. You know. Well, we were we were on PMCS as primary maintenance check services. And we uh-huh. would check all the vehicles in the communications area at the motor pool. And when we went out there, they they bought, they bought a can of Coke. And I didn't know I thought they were going to drink it. And Medina, Specialist Medina, takes it, and he dumps the Coke on top of the battery terminal. And all the, oh, it just, I was like, oh, you're kidding me. And then they just took a wire brush and scrubbed it off, and it just came right off. I'm like, oh, boy. Okay. Or a new, uh, new, uh, a new uh, look at uh, a Coca-Cola, a new view at Coke. So yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, all these people want to see me, and yeah, I I want to see them. Um, uh, Brady, um, uh, last time Hulk Hogan had. Um, uh, nasty boy Brian Knobs back in October. I'm hoping he'll have okay. somebody different, you know, not just himself, but somebody, you know, help promote. Because Hulk's always been good at doing that. He'll Maybe he'll have Rat Boy there. What's that? No, no. I'm, I'm Maybe he'll have your friend Rat Boy there. No, I, I want him like Ricky Steamboat, Tito Santana, you know, somebody that'll get that much yeah. recognition. Hexot Jim Duggan, you know. You know, and, and and Hulk was Hulk like, boat. "Hey, come on, meet my friend Brian Knox. You know, the nasty boys. And I, yeah. You know, I wanted to help out. It never know, made sense to me that they were friends because they weren't friends on TV. Oh no, they were friends. I, I consider them friends. As a matter really? Fact, Hulk, he always Hulk fought against that. the nasty boys, though. Yeah, but I'll tell you something else. Um, when he turned NWO, if you think about it, yeah. the Nasty Boys are one team he wouldn't go after. The Nasty Boys and Harlem Heat are That's the two true. teams that Hogan wouldn't yeah. go after. No. That's true. What if he had yeah. um, Zeus there? Oh, Zeus. Yeah, you uh, see like, Zeus like, come from the back of the store and be like, I got a problem with you, Hogan. I guess he's dead. I I'm, I forgot about that. But. Yeah, he passed away yeah. a couple of years back, but... I mean, yeah, I forgot. I was thinking yeah. John Snyder, and uh, I come up with a pair of brand new. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kirk White sold me these for twenty five. Um, for for uh, wow. twenty five dollars. These brand new yellow trunks of Hulk Hogan. They were in the wrapper and everything. And I was going to have. Uh, I was going to have Zeus Tiny Lister sign them for me. And he goes, hey, man, get those with me. I ain't signed nobody's nasty underwear. <laughs> you should take him like a, a dirty pair of underwear. You know, I'll be like, here, can you sign this? <laughs> uh, no, he was, just, he was just making everybody laugh. Tiny Lister yeah. was really funny. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, as far as, you know. You sound tired. Are you sleeping okay? Huh? 
They said you sound tired. Are you sleeping okay? Uh, Say that again? Yeah, I'm on new medication. Yeah. Okay. Is it making yeah. you drowsy? Oh, I've been I've been going out at night. Uh, I've been going out at seven. There's a Seven Eleven about a block up here. Going out late okay. night for a smoky. Uh, you know, oh, that sounds good. Papers, you know, um, yeah, I can't help it. I, I get these cravings, and you know, so I bought my and some oatmeal. And if I get hungry, I'm just fix some oatmeal or some soup tonight. So, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, to me, that sounds good. What's going on? Who's got the cough <laughs> or the, the sneeze? Who do I need to say? Thank you, Maestro. Good night. Bless me. Sorry. Good good night, Maestro. Thank you. Thank you, Maestro. And now for his next performance. (laughs) 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 Nothing. You do do a killer. We we were talking about it earlier, the the junkyard dog. Uh, Your impression of the junkyard dog. Oh, God. You don't have to do it. I'm just saying you're so good at it. You're right. so good at it. Yeah. <laughs> you think you, you think you think the dog's gonna bow down to you? Well the dog don't bow down to nobody but the good Lord above. Uh, I love I love the gender dog. I love it. You're the man. I liked him. It was like 86, 87, he started teaming up with the Georgie Animal Steel because they talked to the animal about this. Um, yeah. I was in uh, Lincoln Sons. I said, I love when you and the dog teamed up. They had the little kids in there, and they're teaching, teaching little kids to do the uh, grab them cakes dance. So right. Fun. I yeah. I wanted to, um, when I got married, I wanted them to play grab them cakes when we were doing the cake cutting. <laughs> uh, my wife found out what the song was, and now she, she wouldn't let us do it, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's a regret I'll always have now that I couldn't use grab them cakes at my wedding. Hey Brady, um you come down yeah. uh you're gonna come down the end of March, right? Uh, yeah, um, I'll be there the the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and twenty ninth. Well, if you wanna hang out with me, you know, you you got my phone number. Um uh, I, yeah, I I through. um I have to work during the day. But I might be able to meet up like in the evening. Yeah, I was thinking I could take you and your wife and buy you dinner. You know? Oh yeah, my wife's not coming. It's a work trip, so it'll just be me. I'm going with a coworker, but he'll probably go to bed early. Well, I'll buy. I could buy you. I could buy your wife uh, some dinner. If you know, if if she was coming down and tell her I would have bought her dinner. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, what, I'll, I'll mention that to her. Yeah. Where are we gonna eat? Where do you want to eat at? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I have to look around. Anything good down there? There's I'm gonna be staying near like, like one we're gonna eat at. Uh, what okay. I'll do is I'll just buy you a. Um, I'll just give you a gift certificate. You can go buy your dinner when you get back. You know, <laughs> That's nice. You don't have to do that. <laughs> no, I like you don't to do have that. to do that. Like I was back today. And uh, Teresa and Trina and and, uh, and her, her daughter uh, Shannon gave me a real nice haircut. So I, I bought the. I was in Seven Eleven. I bought a Beanie Baby Dumbo, 
And then I was in Target and I bought a, a, a Garfield and a karate uniform and one of those. Uh, so she kept my haircut. You know, the little uh, blonde girl in the Rugrats, Nickelodeon's Rugrats, mm -hmm. where her head's all shaped. She kind of looks a little like Sinead O'Connor. You know, so oh, I, I bought her bowls, you know. So. Yeah. I got you. It's like, it's oh, like doing things for other people. You know, I really do. Well, Thank you're the you man. You're the man. And we'll, we'll have to talk soon. Um, okay. But you have a great night, man. You too, guys. Right. Love you, Malcolm. Okay. Feel better, man. Oh, man. Ah. Ah. Okay. <laughs> you guys drag <laughs> me up with the chat. <laughs> For some reason, my gifts aren't working tonight. <laughs> My gifts aren't working. Yeah, mine either. I can't send it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm the only one. <laughs> but it's okay because Howard's picking up the slack. <laughs> yeah. I try my yeah. best. Howard's the MVP yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. So we got one more caller. A lot of callers tonight, by the way. Thank you guys. That's for good. That's good stuff. I mean, it, it, you know what it does? Like, I'm not saying that the conversations are always amazing, Howard, um, but it's nice to know that there's somebody on the other line that's that's listening and even engaging. I I hate the feeling yeah. that like we're just sitting here and like obviously you look at the numbers or whatever, but like numbers can feel kind of empty if you don't know that there's people there. Right. You know? So it's always an interesting thing. Uh but let's go they're, down they're, to um They're always entertaining sorry. that's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. I, I have a great time <clears throat> with them, you know. Um, and uh, we're actually going to go back to Orlando again, but it's not Malcolm. It's Dustin. Dustin, I'm coming to your hometown in two weeks. We've got to meet up for dinner, brother. Uh, we'll have to see about that. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. <laughs> That's a solid keeps a, no. Keeps a busy, keeps a busy schedule. <laughs> yeah. What if I lined up a double date, like, like me and you, and then like um, the Little Mermaid and like Belle, you know, from Beauty and the Beast? If the four of us went out, no, I'm good. I happen to know the actor who plays Little Mermaid. That's what the inside joke is at the park. So, uh, but I'm sure we could get Belle to come out if that would fulfill like uh, anything for you. WrestleMania's looking looking good. I'm excited to be there all week. WrestleMania week. Uh, real quick, you mean is there a real real quick? Is there a is there a Disney princess that you like better than Belle? Uh, no. Oh, okay. So, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll be at WrestleMania. I'm gonna be down there uh, at the at the end of March all week. Very cool. I'm going to be on both nights. Yes, I'm going to be at SmackDown in Vegas, and then uh, and then I'll be down in Los Angeles the rest of the week. Okay, but I'll be in Orlando Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which is before then. Well, I know. I'm just saying uh, I'm going to be at WrestleMania. I'm going to enjoy it. I yeah, that's, that's exciting. Is there one match that you're looking forward to? Well, there's quite a there. There's several, like the the Finn Balor and Edge Hell in a Cell match. Okay. And then Cody Rhodes. Have they announced it's going to be Hell in a Cell? 
Yeah, they did. Well, uh, yeah. Um, Edge, Edge said there's only one way that this match could, or this feud can end, and that's Hell in a Cell. Okay. So, and and, and Finn Balor well, was like, hey, he's like, he's like, Finn Balor's like, Hell spit me out, and like, they couldn't contain my demons. And I know what he meant by that, that the dad's going to be the demon, Finn Balor versus Edge. Gotcha. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll, it'll be interesting. I'm excited. To, I'm also looking forward to Rhea Ripley versus Scarlett for the SmackDown Women's title. Yeah, you're a big Rhea Ripley person, right? So. Yes, I am, 100%. I met her a couple times. She's been really, she was really nice. Okay. Okay, that's cool. So is she, yeah, um, really, is she as mean in real life? No. No, it's just a TV character. Oh, okay. Well, she's a good actor. Well, yeah. Act, actress. Uh, actress. Um, I'm oh, looking forward to the... I thought, I thought they were the same now. I'm looking, oh. forward to the, I'm looking forward to the Seth Rollins and Logan Paul match. Well, hold on real quick with Rhea Ripley. Does she really have black lips? I've always wondered that. Uh, no, it's makeup. Mm. Oh, that's natural. Damn. I was like, that oh, looks yeah. really bad. That's wrong. Oh. No, no, it's not makeup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Well, and and the Seth Seth Rollins should be really good. I'm excited about that. That'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope he beats Logan Paul. Mhm. I think Logan Paul's gonna destroy him. Mm. No, I hope not. Cause I would be upset if that happened. Do you think mm. Seth Rollins is going to wear those pretty red boots? I don't know, but but um, uh, I did hear that Owens and Zayn are supposed to be fighting the Usos for the tag team titles. I heard that's going to be the main event and not one. Yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. And I mean, Sami Zayn is over. It makes sense to do that. And Jay Uso is over, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that, yeah, that shocker in Boston, the, the super kick, I was like, well, I wasn't expecting that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> so, so uh, Brady, uh, on, on SmackDown this week, they have Shamus and McIntyre fighting each other. I heard they're going to do a thing where they double pin each other, and it's going to be them uh, fighting Gunther for the Intercontinental title at Maine. Oh. Probably. Oh. I think it's a terrible idea, but probably. That's a terrible idea. And by the way, if they're so worried, like, how come they're not doing a battle royal if they want to get everyone on the show but don't want to have that many matches? That's stupid. Mm. Yeah, like, no, I agree. Why is it so important to get Sheamus on the show but not half the rest of the roster? And I'm not oh. saying I want Drew McIntyre to fight Walter because, like, I, I hate it when former world champions go back and fight for a secondary title. It annoys me. I, I can't stand when they do that. But and Sheamus, you know, at least it's a one-on-one match. And Sheamus, I understand Sheamus. that Sheamus is going to be a part of it. I'm saying it's stupid. Well, no, well, no, but I agree with you. I agree with you that Sheamus should be fighting for the mid card title. He should be fighting for the for the world title. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would love to see a Cody yeah. Rhodes chance match. That, that would be interesting. <laughs> Dustin, do you get along with Tora? You guys are friends, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to bring Tora on Kill Two Birds with One Stone now, because it's starting to collapse <laughs> in around me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what were you saying, Dustin? Well, well, yeah, I would like to see Cody Rhodes versus Sheamus. That would be a good match. Yeah, for sure. That should yeah. be his first title. Basically, like, he should face Sheamus first. And if Cody Rhodes wins the title, that would be an interesting match. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Brady, Brady, with the Miz hosting Mania, you think Miz will do do something where he puts himself in a match or something? I have a feeling. Well, he's not he's not Booker for the evening, so I think he's just going to come out and like he'll probably you know I'm trying to think of what celebrities will be there, but he'll probably just bump around for one of the celebrities. They'll probably just like knock him around. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he'll come out. He'll do a speech. Everyone will boo. Then, like, for example, I'm not saying he's going to be there, but, like, for example, Bad Bunny comes out and just beats the crap out of him and knocks him out of the ring and then leaves. Bad Bunny, he's a nice segue for Backlash. Yeah. He's helping Backlash in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Or maybe, like, Nick Khan will come, or Tony Khan. Tony Khan will come out and just, like, throw the Miz around the ring, you know, and then leave. <laughs> Since they're all under the same banner. I was hoping maybe the Miz would get involved in the Almost and Lesnar match and beat both of them on the same night. That would be awesome. That'd be amazing. Oh, wow. Double choke slam. No, I thought it should have been Bianca versus Rhea. No, I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, Asuka's okay, and she was probably the right choice, but that match doesn't feel important to me, and I think Bianca's kind of getting the shaft after they paid so much attention to her all year. Just because Charlotte's got to get another big match. I would have rather seen Bianca versus Charlotte, honestly. Well, but, you know, like... I don't have that feeling that Rhea's going to win. Right. I think Charlotte's going to retain. I think Rhea's going to win, and I think Bianca's going to win. No, I think Rhea's going to... I, I honestly, I think Charlotte's going to retain by controversy like last year. Maybe. You know what they might do? I did hear this. They're talking about maybe putting Liv Morgan in the Judgment Day. So maybe she could interfere in the match. Oh, God. Ah. Man. No, I would love to see uh, Raquel Rodriguez in, in Judgment Day. You know what I was thinking? They should create a new group to tangle with the Judgment Day. You could make them like all champions, and you could call them like... The Clash of Champions, and then they could challenge the Judgment Day. Or, you know, or or like uh, like uh, the Vengeance, or or the TLC. Don't go chasing something like that. Exactly. Exactly. 
Exactly. And that was the nonsense that booted Dustin. There's always something I say that's just a bit too much for him. <laughs> Tor, are you still there or did you leave? I'm still here. Tor. All right, good. <laughs> did you hear your voice, honey doll? Yeah, I'm still here. I've been listening doing the whole freaking time. Wow. Well, not the whole time because I went to you twice and you didn't answer. No, nah, you just skipped me. You skipped me. <laughs> Tori, you're so loud I could cook an egg on your back. Why'd you skip her, Brady? <laughs> uh, yeah, why'd you skip me, Brady? I went right to you, Tori. No, you didn't. I even did the buzzer. No, you didn't. Oh, here we go. Sorry about that. Uh-huh. You probably and love drinking somewhere and just Thursday. didn't hear me. What's been going on on Thursday? No, no radio station, no nothing. Finally, we're making uh, yes. a comeback tour this Thursday. I promise. Yes, yeah, stroke, stroke canceled. How did your surgery go? Oh, uh, it went great. I'm having another surgery on the twelfth. <laughs> okay, <laughs> awesome. To get the cysts out. No cancer. To get the cysts. No cancer, sweet. Oh, awesome. So surgery really was great. Yeah. I hope you have another fun one in April. That That's awesome. Yeah, I hope so, too. It's, it's yeah. going to keep me busy. But um, I still need prayers. What's going to so. keep you busy? How is the surgery going to keep you busy? I mean, because then I'm not going to be myself. Uh, I got you. I'm going to miss work. And, um... Well, from my perspective, you'll be the same. Because, like, I try to put you on and you're not there. It'll be like you're in surgery. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. <laughs> I gotta I'm just playing ass. with you. I'm just playing with you. Ass. No, don't whoop my ass. You know I would like it. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> you're not really little... mad at me, are you? you no, really I'm not mad, mad at you. Me, no. So I was just here to pass them your dog. Yeah, I was sad about that. I miss her. Yeah, I had to put I, my cat down too. It's sad. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. I'm sorry about that. I um, I work from home, so I'm here all the time. And my wife yeah. goes out every day. Wow. Lord knows where she goes every day between nine in the morning. You know, between like. Eight in the morning and like five o'clock at night. I have no idea where she's going every day, but she's going out every day during the week. Maybe you should put and, a uh, and I'm maybe here you should with put the a dog. Thing on her. I probably should. Probably yeah. should be like, why are you going to a children's school every day? You know. Right. I'm just kidding, Tori. She's a teacher. I miss talking to y'all guys. I mean, I know I missed y'all two weeks ago. I was too busy on celebrating my birthday. And yeah. I had a blast. How was your birthday? It was great. Yeah. Had a chocolate, chocolate, Hershey chocolate cake with M&M's. Wow, oh my that gosh, sounds It was good. so delicious. It was so delicious. Wow. I ate like half of it. And I had to take the rest home, had to give some to my daughter. My daughter ate, uh-huh. like, three hours of it. 
three hours of it. Wow. Yeah, That's a lot of tape, it was three hours. Big. Yeah. It was that big. You know, for my birthday, I didn't even get a cake. I had to go to the dollar store and just buy a sponge and eat that. Oh, gosh. Nobody cared about me. You know? Mm-mm. Yeah. Has Harley. anybody heard from Justin? Yeah, he was just on. Oh. He was on the line with you. Oh, no, Justin. He... Justin. I haven't talked to Justin. Well, he's full of crap. That's <laughs> <laughs> where everybody That's who calls in here is full of crap. The only one who's not full of crap is Patty. Uh, <laughs> um, he said that he, said that he would not I, I, date a no offense, woman. No I'm just having fun. He said he that he would not date. He said that he would not date uh, a matching woman. He would date a, a European woman. woman. Oh, he, he wouldn't date an American he, woman. He would not date a American woman. Tori, you got to tell him to shape up and fly right. Right, get him shrimp fried rice. What he meant to say. Not he didn't he say just, he'd date a European woman. He said he'd like to have a woman pee on him. That's different. He's just so stupid. <laughs> His mind is just so stupid. I don't even know what to say about it. Oh, I didn't say that. I don't even. I don't you. even have no no kind of respect for a thirty-two year old man. All right, Tori. Nah. So why why are you why are you hitting on him then? Nah, I'm not hitting on him. Nah. Oh right. no. This has been fun, Tori. This is Tori doesn't go that far. No, no. <sighs> well, you're not from Europe, so. Nah, I seen better head on letters. Uh-uh. <laughs> you seen better head on letters. All right, Tora. Yeah. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> Love you, Tora. Love you too. You be good. You be good. You be good too, and be on. I'll I'll try. I'll try. No promises. Man, these people bring out the best in me. I gotta say. <laughs> oh. <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> And the worst part is, like, I've got them, like, if I don't put them right on, they start messaging me, like, hey, you missed me. Put me on. They all want to talk, but uh, <laughs> I love them all. I love every one of them. They're great. They are. They really are. They yeah, actually yeah. make the night go by rather quickly. They do. <laughs> Without having to say anything. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know you how can, good of a show it makes, just... but... Right, you could just literally start at nine o'clock and say next caller, let them talk, and just keep adding them and see how exactly. far you could get. <laughs> Dude, it's actually gotten to the point where I offered them shows before, just so that they had somewhere to go and talk. Like we had a we had a show called Justin and Dustin discussing. Uh, it didn't last very long. Then we had like Malcolm and Ratboy together, and they imploded. They hated each other by the end. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Oh. Yeah. Rats Gone Wild, it was called. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was fun, though. That was fun. We hardly talked wrestling, though, in the second hour. It's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Howard, before we go, did you have any thoughts on the uh, the Ric Flair and um, um, Dutch Mantel thing? Um, I'm, 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 I'm with Stroman. I'm a little torn. I mean, I like them both. You know, I still do, and I, I think you know they're they were hell of a worker. You know, in their day, and you know, Ric Flair is who he is. And but to come out and say that you're just trying to make a buck, man, ain't that what we're all doing? Like, we're just, yeah, we're all trying to make it. You know, listen, we all can't get three hundred thousand dollars for our last match. You know what I mean? Right, we, right. We, we got to work, and he's he's just trying to work, and he's listen. And, that's what's great that about the country, man. It's just the, it's the guy's opinion. It's, it's one guy's opinion, yeah. but it seemed like it lined up with a whole lot of other guys' opinions. <laughs> That's where social media is bad, though, because like you see yeah. that somebody said something, and it gets so blown out of proportion that the message becomes distorted. Mm. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you know, faking the heart attack was not was not. Originally done by Rick Flair, Fritz von, Fritz von Erich did it back in the day with the Freebirds. You're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And and that and that went over poorly. I think under the right circumstances, a heart attack angle would work. It's just he looked so crappy and really wasn't doing well. It just. It, it just felt too Yeah, I mean, if, you know, if, if, it, if it happened, you know, 25 years ago and he collapses in the middle of the ring, okay, now yeah. now we have a story. But, you know, you're thinking you almost literally watched the guy die on, you know, on television, on TV, you know? Right, right. Yeah. I was thinking, like, you know, Ric Flair does that heart attack at WrestleMania in his match with Shawn Michaels. It's a different story. You're talking about a guy who gave it his everything and his heart just wasn't strong enough. Yeah. Yeah, again, a time it's and a place it's, it's for everything. Context. And that just, yeah. Yeah. It's context. <sighs> but, yeah. Well, we, got, we got the build I, of WrestleMania I, yeah. coming. You know, I'm looking forward to, you know, I, I'm hoping... The Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn thing goes the way we talked about last week. I hope they build it right up to, you know, the night of a, the night of the event, whether it's the first night or the second night, whenever it happens. Um, yeah. Because even even up to this week, Kevin Owens just said he doesn't want you know Sami's help. He doesn't want Cody's help. Just kind of stay out of my way. Let me let me handle my business. Sure. So. Yeah, I mean, but you know, and what's going to change in the next two weeks? You know, that's that's going to change his mind. It's got to be something right, kind of at the last minute. But again, you know, we'll, you know, we'll wait and see. That's why we're all going to tune in and watch, or we'll see what happens. You yeah. know, I'm just and, and, some and, of the matches I'm for looking record, forward to. Yeah, I I I was going to say for the record, the, the Jay Uso stuff last week was amazing. It that was, was gold. again. It just continues. It was, and and I was reading like kind of alternate thoughts on it and stuff like that, and like they they uncovered ideas for me that didn't even occur to me. Like for example, Jay Uso says it's all about family. 
Is he talking about Roman Reigns? Or is he talking about his brother? Is he saying, basically, I didn't want to come back. I hate that scumbag. But I didn't want my brother to run into trouble because of it. So I had to turn on Sami Zayn because I want to protect my brother. Yeah, you know, yeah, because you know what? At the end of the night, my brother's still my brother. Right. And that could leave the the the, the option down the line. You could see Jay versus Roman again. Yeah. And, and I think this is one of the biggest surprises that we've had on on television in in, in a long time because we all knew. He was coming down to the ring. We all knew he was going to help Sami Zayn, and he gets him out of the ring, and he's helping Sami Zayn. We got our feel-good moment, and then, oh, my gosh. Yeah. What just happened? Like, that crowd literally went from blowing the roof off to almost dead silence to now booing, and it, like, just that in in a matter of seconds. And, And he swerved everybody with it. It was. So, yeah, he did. did they did they swerve you or did he know he was gonna did you know he was gonna kick Sammy Zane? I I I couldn't believe it. I was I was bewildered seeing it, but I thought, wow, they really did have Jay align with him. It was perfect. I, I like I said, I think everybody knew when as SmackDown was going off the air that you know, um, Sammy and and Jerry were going to be a team, and they were, and the Usos were split up, and then we finally, like I said, we finally got our moment, and then we're like, yeah, what the heck just happened? Right. Yeah, it was like boom, you're not getting this. Boom, you're not getting this. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. good. it was good. It was good. And uh, you know, there were a couple angles in WWE. That you can tell that, like, they're not focusing on everybody, but they're putting all their efforts into certain matches, and it really is showing. The Dominic and Ray stuff has been amazing. Uh, Rhea Ripley, anything with the Judgment Day, again, amazing. Well, because, because um, look, it goes back to what we talked about. We're, we've invested in the bloodline. You know, we've invested in the Judgment Day. You know, we've, we've been invested with... Ray and Dominic since Thanksgiving and, you know, a little bit before October. Sure, sure. You know, we've been invested for a long, long time. Yeah. You know, five, six months now. So they're doing a really, really really good job. It's paying off. And the fact that Vince is writing for AEW helps things, too. (laughs) Right. But then they they throw matches together, like, almost and Brock, like, for what? I don't want to see that. <laughs> I think almost yeah. you go back to being like a Bubba Rogers. Just be somebody's bodyguard. Be very yeah. limited involvement, but, you know, have it, have an effect on the outcome of the match. Yeah. You seem invincible. Listen, Bubba Rogers was invincible yeah. for years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I like, like you put him in Battle Royals, you know? You put him in handicap matches, right. that kind of thing. Make him an attraction. Not an every right. guy who's tumbling with the top guys because he doesn't have it. He's he already lost to Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. Why would I care about a match against Brock Lesnar? Yeah. I've already seen it. Yeah. He's already wrestled two big guys. I don't need to see him wrestle another big guy. 
Right. And it's all just so that they can do their moves on the big guy and you talk about how strong they are. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I, I think that's good. Um, but, yeah, no, WrestleMania is coming up fast. We've only got really uh, two more shows, I guess, before WrestleMania. Yeah, two, yeah, two more, so, I think. Two more. We'll have to do a prediction show, like, the week before or something. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out, but... Um, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, show, did you have anything you wanted to, well, obviously you always have stuff you want to plug. Uh, what do you got going on then? Oh, we're just, um, looking forward to the prediction show when it, when it comes time to go for WrestleMania. Uh, I like how I was here in the yeah. room. That's Thursday night, that's going to be Retro Returns. We're talking to the greatest of the champions. Looking forward to that. ZSNation.com. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, thank you all. It's been a, what an awesome show. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's been incredible. It really has. Um, and by the way, Howard, I didn't mean to cut you short there, but thank you so much for everything you do. Uh, really no, man, I love it, man. I'm really good show, man. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, rather whether I'm just listening or participating or whatever, I'm, I'm real, I really am having a good time. And you know, thanks for inviting me on. Thanks for having me on. And it's been a, it's been a blast. We, we try to do something different, and having your voice has been really huge for us. Uh, you and the best cast and crew I could ever ask for. Uh, thank you to everyone for checking out in the room this week. Thank you to the callers. Uh, thank you to everybody that helps out with the show, both right here and behind the scenes as well. Uh, everybody, be sure to check out everything that VOC Nation has going on. Of course, the WCW Retro live every Thursday. This week, they're talking about the greatest world champions with the Maestro. Same call-in number, by the way, 914-338-1885. We have Bumps and Thumps, always a great show as well, and random content throughout the week as well, whenever we can kind of get stuff up there. Uh, but that is going to do it. Um, I jumped ahead. ECWA, March 25th in um, Morganville, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ecwarrestling.com. It's the Super 8 tournament. I don't have it open in front of me, but it's going to be a great time. So everybody, be sure to check that out. Everybody be good to each other. Take care. Love you all very much. We'll talk soon.